Afro Tales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Chef, Chef. Yes, Glio. Don't you love how we get to share our stories and recipes? Yes, I enjoy it greatly. Do you know what makes it possible for everyone to hear us? Yes, Glio. Our voices, obviously. True, but it's also Anchor, a hosting platform that distributes the podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and others. Oh, yes. And isn't everything needed to make a podcast in one place? That's correct. And the best thing of all, Chef, it's free. Free, you say? Free. And all I had to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, you just had to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yep. Download the Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm and do what we're doing now. Fantastic, Grio. Simply fantastic. I know, Chef. I know. Ahoy, my friend, and welcome aboard the Afro Tales Podcast. A ship that will carry us from location to location, exploring the tales that grew from the African diaspora in the Americas and the Caribbean. I am Amon Mazinga, your teller of yarns. As we head out, a particular yarn for each location will be spun. Come, sit with me, and enjoy this journey. Jean Bertie, the champion. Jean Bertie said to his mother, Mama, I am going to Martinique to make my fortune. His mother said to him, Jean, that is fine, but without money, how are you going to get there? You'll have to swim. Jean went down to the wharf. He asked people where this ship was going and that ship was going. When he found one that was going to Martinique, he went aboard and hid himself under a pile of crates. The ship went out to sea. After Two days, just before dawn, Jean heard the captain say, Men, as soon as we reach port, unload all of these cakes. Jean worried that he would be found, so he made his way to the back of the ship in the dark. Then just as the sun was rising and the ship was sailing into port, he jumped into the water and began to swim. Captain, Captain, he called out. Did I hear someone call me? said the captain. Captain, Captain, slow the ship down and take me aboard, Jean shouted. The captain looked over the stern. Who's that down there? Captain, Captain, take me aboard. I'm getting a little tired. Stop the ship, the captain shouted. Take this man aboard. They stopped the ship. They hauled Jean out of the water. Wherever did you come from? Get on. I was going to Martin, but I missed people. I jumped into the water, but I couldn't quite catch you. I've been swimming for two days and two nights. 
and at last I've made it. Do you mean that you swam all the way from Haiti? Yes, Captain. And now I can buy a ticket and ride to Martinique with you. Man, you don't need a ticket because you are already in Martinique. Jean went ashore with the other passengers. Everywhere he went, people said, That's Jean Petit, the world champion swimmer. He swam from Haiti to Martinique and he arrived at the same time as the ship. Now, there were some good swimmers in Martinique, but the best of them was named Coquet. The people went to Coquet and asked him to race against Jean. Coquet said that he would race him for 500 golds. The people went back to Jean and said that Coquet challenged him. Jean said that he would accept the challenge, but not for such a little amount of money. So people went back again and Coquet said he would bet a thousand. And they went and they agreed to meet on the seashore at dawn. When daylight came, there was a crowd at the beach. Coquet arrived in his swimming suit. When Jean arrived, he was wearing a white suit, a new Panama hat, and new shoes, and he was carrying a heavy bundle. The crowd laughed. Is that the way you expect to swim? People asked him. Just imino. I am the man who was challenged, so I can set the conditions for the race. Isn't that right? The crowd agreed. Very well. The race is to be from here to Cuba. Coquet can swim a straight line if he wishes. But I have a few things here in this bundle that I have brought for my mother. So I'd like to drop them off in Haiti since I wouldn't want to meet my old friends there in my swimming suit. I'll just go the way I am. I hope Coquet will bring enough food along to last for five or six days. Coquet listened. He took off his swimming suit and put on his street clothes. Here's a thousand boys, he said. I'm not going to race a man who wants to swim to Cuba. When the carnival season arrived, there were wrestling matches in the town. The French wrestler Dumais Lefage was there. He won all the matches. They were going to give him the grand prize when someone said, Wait, he is no champion yet. He hasn't beat Jean. Jean Retti. So Dumais Lafarge challenged him. Very well. Tomorrow morning at the wrestling court, it was arranged. Jean Bretti didn't know how to wrestle. He sat and thought for a long time. At last, he figured it out. First, he went to a carpenter and ordered a coffin to be made. Then, he went to a brick mason and ordered a tomb to be constructed. Then, he went to the parish priest. He gave him 50 gourds and made arrangements for him to give the last sacrament. After that, when it was dark, Jean went to the wrestling court. There, 
were two trees standing there side by side. Jean Bertiz dug down under the trees and chopped off all the roots. Then he put back the dirt and stamped it flat and to make it look natural. When the morning came, Jean went again to the wrestling court. There was a crowd. Dumay was waiting. Dumay took off his shirt. He took off his shoes. Jean took off his shirt and took off his shoes. Just then the carpenter arrived. Just then the carpenter arrived. He was carrying a new coffin on his head. On the side of the coffin, he painted the name Dumay Lafarge. What kind of joke is this? Dumay Lafarge shouted. The carpenter put the coffin down and he said he had been instructed what must it be. At the moment, the brick mason came along. He went up to Dumay and said, where shall I build the tomb? What is going on here, Dumay shouted. He began to sweat. The mason shook his head and said, what must be, must be. And then the parish priest came walking along, reading from the scripture in Latin. He sprinkled holy water on Dumay Lafarge. Stop it. I am not dead. Dumay Lafarge said, but his legs were getting weak. Let the wrestling begin, the people called out. One moment. I must warm up a little, Jean said to the crowd. First, he crouched and jumped and raced around the wrestling court. He did exercises. Then he went between the two trees he had fixed. He began to push them, one in one direction, one in the other. They leaned. The crowd watched in astonishment. Jean pushed harder and the tree started to fall. Dumay put his shirt on and his shoes. The trees crashed to the ground. Dumay put on his hat. Give him the prize money. I am not going to wrestle a man who knocks down trees just for exercise. Wait! I am not warmed up yet. Dumay walked away. The parish priest followed him, sprinkling him with holy water. The carpenter followed, carrying the coffin. Behind him was the brick mason. Dumay Lafarge began to run. He went over the hill. It was the last time he was ever seen in Martinique. The end. Wow, that was interesting because Jean went to Martinique and hustled his way through everything. He found the loopholes. He bluffed his way he used a slick mouth to get everything he needed and to get out of things if you really think about it like he got out of paying for passage to Martinique he got out of having to swim wherever and he got out of having to fight this championship wrestler like all by looking bigger than what he was and we all know people like that like that make themselves look bigger. Um, some people say bodybuilders are like that. You know, um, think about it. You, you see a big tough guy or, you know, this this hulking person and stuff. You'd be like, I'm not fighting them. Look at them. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at that guy. He's so fast. I can't beat him. 
or they said he was so fast, I can't beat him. But don't second guess yourself. You know, I I'm I'm not a big guy. Well, some people say I'm a big guy, but I don't, I don't feel like I am. I've never felt. And I remember being in a club one time, and there was this guy. He was probably six two, six three, muscular guy, very muscular guy, and he's walking around just, you know, wanting to fight somebody. And where I grew up, I mean, I grew up in the kind of family my big brother always fought with me, my big cousins always fought with me, my uncles wrestled with me, my friends, you know, we, we this is how we grew, we grew up tough, we grew up, you know, beating each other up for fun, you know, and when you live kind of like that, you, you, get, in, you get into a few fights, just gonna put it out there, got into a few fights in my lifetime, hadn't been in a fight in a while, I was in a new area, and this guy was looking for somebody to fight and I felt like hey why not so I stood in in the guy's path and waited for him to come had my fist balled up looked him dead in his eye and gave him the nines like hey come on and the guy just turned he looked at me and then turned and went the other way and I was kind of disappointed because I thought I really wanted to fight I figured out later on I didn't want to fight. <laughs> when I thought about it, I was like, whew, glad he didn't, you know, keep coming. But then again, I don't think he really wanted to fight. I think he just wanted to look big and to look like the champion. And he was far enough away from me to where he could just say he didn't see me, you know. And I'm far enough away from him to where I could say he didn't see me. So we'll never know, you know, what could have happened. That was years ago when I was young and dumb. Don't be like that, you know. But that's to me what Jean was doing. He was making himself look bigger in hopes to in hopes that the other person would just back down. And that's what they did. I wonder what would have happened if they would have gone through with it. Would he, you know, been seen as a fraud or would he have actually won? We'll never know. But, you know, sometimes that's the great thing about a story. Everybody gets to be the hero in their own story. And in this one, I guess John is. Anyway, go see Chef. He has a wonderful recipe for you. And as for me, I thank you for coming on this journey. And as always, until we meet again, have a blessed day. Welcome, my friends, to the galley. I am your chef, chef, and today, inspired by a champion of a man, we will create a wonderful breakfast. This recipe will be two parts, but we are going to make Haitian shrimp and cheesy grits. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Now, for the Haitian stew shrimp that you will need to make, 
we have the first ingredients. What will you need? Easy. 12 shrimp, medium, with tail on. Or you can take the tail off, whatever you prefer. Half a line. Three garlic cloves, diced or mashed. Half a cup of onion, chopped please. One scotch bonnet pepper. Keep the seeds and membrane, the whole pepper. Half a red bell pepper, sliced. One teaspoon of adobo powder. One eighth teaspoon of lari season. One eighth teaspoon of garlic powder. One eighth a teaspoon of onion powder. Half a teaspoon of coconut brown sugar. One eighth a teaspoon of cayenne pepper. One eighth teaspoon of black pepper. And one eighth teaspoon of paprika. One pinch of dry thyme. Half a teaspoon of Jamaican choice calypso hot sauce. Optional, but it adds great flavor. One teaspoon of tomato paste. Three tablespoons of water and three tablespoons of grapeseed oil or vegetable. I prefer the grapeseed oil just to keep it cleaner. How do we put this together? Easy. First, we will clean our shrimp with the cold water and lime. This helps with the fishy smell and makes your shrimp absorb a nice flavor. Then we will add three diced or mashed, whichever you preferred, garlic cloves, along with your dry ingredients. That's your adobo, lari, garlic powder, onion powder, black pepper, cayenne, paprika, and Jamaican choice calypso hot sauce to the shrimp mix it well and let it marinate for 15 to 20 minutes in a non-stick skillet over medium heat we're going to add the oil and the onions stir the onions for about two minutes then add a dash of coconut brown sugar and let it lightly fry for another two Two, three minutes on low heat make sure you do not burn the onions no one likes burnt onions now you may add your shrimp let it cook on both sides for about two minutes on medium heat make sure it turns into a nice color and it hardens feel free to cook it for another minute or two if it does not appear fully cooked this fully cooking is important. Add your sweet red peppers and your scotch bonnet pepper. Let it cook for another two to three minutes. Then remove the scotch bonnet pepper from the pot. However, if you like spicy food, you can keep it in there, but most uh, remove it. Now, add your tomato paste and Mix with water in the pot and stir it well. Let it cook for three to four minutes on a low heat. Add your thyme and a little more water if you are looking for a more saucy consistency. And that will be it. Now, for the cheesy grits, you will need for this three quarters cup of just regular white grits, three cups of water, half a cup of evaporated milk, half a cube of chicken cubes, 
2 tablespoons of butter unsalted, 1 8 a teaspoon of salt, 1 8 teaspoon of black pepper, 1 8 teaspoon of allspice which is optional. 3 quarter cups of cheese shredded or cut into small cubes, Kobe and Monterey Jack is great. Mm. 1 8 cup of Oaxaca cheese. It goes great in Greece, believe me. Now, how do you put this together? This should be fairly simple. In a pot, add three cups of water and your condensed milk over medium heat. Mix it well for about two to three minutes. Slowly add your grits and stir it well. I typically like to use a whisk as I stir to help to prevent the lumps. Add half of your nor cube and stir it well. Add two tablespoons of butter in the mix and mix it well. Add your cheese and mix well. I typically mix it for about two to three minutes. Add your salt, your pepper, your allspice if you so choose and feel free to add more water if it is becoming too thick. Place a cover over it and let it cook for five to six minutes. Your grits should look great. Now, you take the grits, you put them in a bowl, you take the shrimp and you put it on top of the grits. Oh, and you have some wonderful shrimp and cheesy grits. And that, my friend, is it. You are done. Now, go and do what you do. Let me know how your meal comes out. And until I have another fun, wonderful recipe, Remember a champion like no other. And as always, enjoy. My friends, we are here and I want to thank you for coming out here on this voyage with me. Thank you for doing what you do and giving me the time to get to this point. I want you to join me in thanking Art by Chalet. I want to also join me in thanking those who create the sound effects and music on freesound.org and Free Music Archive. I want you to share this journey with your family and friends so that way they can be blessed just as you are. If you want to leave a comment or a review so others can learn about this voyage, please do so wherever you can. All other ways to support and contact me will be in the show notes. So please go there, check it out, and do what you do best and be you. Again, thank you. And until next time, have a blessed day.